Okay, continuing on um, the mitzvahs that are, govern interpersonal relationships, he continues and he says, Rechilus v'loshon hara. Okay, he says, <coughs> the definition of rechilus is any information that's going to cause um, animosity between two people. And lashon hara is any information which is uh, going to be in any way cause some sort of a harm to a person, whether it be financial harm or harm to the reputation or emotional harm. Okay, it's it's uh, something which is negative and derogatory. So rechilus and lashon hara, they're very closely related to each other. Um, he says, so already, it is already known, the seriousness um, of lashon hara and um, the different branches, uh, there are many different aspects, many different halachas okay, to lashon hara. Um, a lot involved in the Lachas of Lashon Hara, and Baruch Hashem nowadays is there has been ever since the days of the Chafetz Chaim, who was the leader of the generation up until his death in the 1930s. He wrote the book, the Chafetz Chaim, and he made a huge push for increasing awareness of the Lachas of Lashon Hara and the seriousness of, of Lashon Hara. And nowadays it is much more widespread, and there's books about it, and there's, there's shirim about it, and it's people working on it. Okay, so Baruch Hashem, it's, it's, I think everyone um, knows at least, you know, has been exposed to the concept that Lashon Hara is something you should try to work on. And certainly the, the more obvious manifestation of Lashon Hara is simply once you know that it's wrong, and once you get clear what exactly it is that you can and cannot say, is then it's just a question of being, of being aware and being in control of yourself and working on it. Okay? But he's saying, but here we're talking about in the context of Nikias, of becoming completely cleansed. So that means even the more subtle aspects of each and every sin. So he says, even the more subtle aspects of Lashon Hara. And he said that even, we, we saw in the Gemara already that he mentioned, when he talked about the, the different things that people stumble in, okay, it says that, that most, um, most people steal, he said, the minority of people are involved in sexual morality, and it said, everybody speaks avak Lashon Hara. Okay, so avak literally means the dust of Lashon Hara. So this is a more subtle manifestation. It's not... Lashon Hara itself, per se, um, it's things which are a little bit more gray. He says, everybody messes up when it comes to that. Okay, so it says, the Gemara asks, what is that? What is Avak Lashon Hara? And it gives examples. For example, someone says, um, you can only, where can you always find a light burning? You can find a candle in the, uh, in the house of, uh, of Plony, the house, you know, over, over there in the Goldberg's house. They always have the lights on. So what's wrong with that? So, um, what's wrong with that is that it's potentially um, unclear. Meaning, you could be saying something negative. What do you mean? What do you mean the lights are always on? You know, what is the what? what you know, is um, you know they're always uh, they're always having parties over there. They're always. Did you say something where where the intent is not clearly meant to be negative, but it but it's open enough that it's not clear what you mean, and it could be negative. You know, let's say you know you look someone's looking for a place for. For Shabbos, you know, they need to go, oh, go, you know, go to the Schwartz's. Is that they're always eating, they're, you know, they're always, they're always eating food over there. So, you know, what do you mean? Is that, it's, you mean they're like, it's always, it's always, um, they're always open to having guests? Or do you mean like, no, nah, they're always stuffing their face and, you know, have tons of food so you can go there? So something which is a little bit unclear and could be negative. Or another example is if you say something positive about someone, it's, it could be Avok Lashon Hara if it's in front of someone who doesn't like them. Because what are you doing? You're setting up the person who doesn't like them to speak Lashon Hara. You're sort of causing them 
You're causing them to speak Lashon Hara. So you know that the person doesn't like, doesn't, doesn't like uh, John, and you say, oh, John is such a nice guy, he is always doing such chesed, and so the guy's like, he's not so great. I mean, in fact, I just saw the other day, so speaking something good can sometimes be avak Lashon Hara. And he says other things like this, even though these things seem to be very, very, you know, not such a big deal and very far away from rechilus, from causing hatred and animosity or Lashon Hara, he says the truth is, is that it is, it's the dust, it's avak Lashon Hara. And the principle is of Lashon Hara, um, is, that the, or, or, is that there are many, the Yetzirah has many ways of tripping us up. Okay? But anything which could possibly result in either damage, some sort of financial damage or emotional reputation damage, okay, or um, humiliation to, to, um, to someone else, whether it's in front of them or not in front of them. Okay, and again, I should point out, not again, but I don't think I mentioned, one of the biggest mistakes people make with Lashon Hara is, but it's true. Okay, by definition, Lashon Hara is true. If you say something which is false, then that's not Lashon Hara at all. That's slander. That's even worse. Okay, Lashon Hara is you're sharing true information, but it's derogatory and harmful to the person. Okay, so... Anything which could cause harm to the person, whether the person there is there or not, it is included in Lashon Hara, which is, which is detested by God. He hates Lashon Hara. Okay? And anyone who speaks Lashon Hara, it's as if they're denying God's existence. As it says in Tehillim, it says people who, who uh, speak Lashon Hara, who slander me in secret, okay, is, that, um, is that ultimately they are the uh, a companion to the destruction.